there's a whole world out there of people that need you to serve them. You are now investing your time and your energy and you are stepping up to be that person and that woman who makes investments like this, who takes her business seriously, who's willing to go all in, who is driven, who is ambitious, who is going to make shit happen no matter what. This is the Million Dollar Business Podcast. Here's your host, Jenna Faith. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Business Podcast for entrepreneurs who want to create wealth and freedom with their business. If you're looking for the mindset and strategy to get seen, known, and paid online, you are absolutely in the right place. I am your host, Jenna Faith, success and mindset strategist for entrepreneurs who want to start a movement, leave a legacy, and build a seven-figure business and brand. So if you're someone who has a good amount of followers, you have pretty decent engagement, you maybe have a lot of people in your Facebook group, on your email list, but for some reason it feels like pulling teeth to turn those people into buyers, you're definitely going to want to stick around for today's episode where I'm going to be sharing six things that you can do or six things that you can focus on to turn followers and subscribers into people who actually want to pay you and who want to pay you long term. So let's just go ahead and dive right into today's episode. It is going to be juicy. Let's do this. So you're doing pretty good in your business. You've got a little bit of a following, maybe a big following on your Instagram, on your Facebook page, on your Facebook group, or any other social media really. But when it comes to actually making your offers and turning these people into buyers, it seems like the percentage of people who are buying are not exactly what you would expect for the amount of engagement or the amount of followers that you have. So this episode is totally for you if you're in that boat. But also, it's going to help anybody, whether you are just starting to grow your audience and your list so that you can do it correctly from the start, or if you are doing really well with your buyers anyway, these tips are going to help as well. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Number one is consistency. So this is something across the board, no matter what platform you are on, no matter what niche you're in, no matter what you're actually doing in your business, right now, in order to stand out, you have to be consistent. You need to be posting at minimum of at least once a day, if not more. I'm sure that you've noticed that if you become inconsistent or you don't post for a few days, and this is, I see this happening across every platform. So I'm not going to specify any specific platform, although, you know, my go-tos are Instagram and Facebook. Consistency across the board is what really is going to just put you in front of the right people. It's also going to show your people that you know what you're talking about, that they can count on you, that when you say something, you're actually going to follow through with that. So consistency is really, really huge. If you think about other relationships that you have in your life, romantic relationships or friendships, consistency is a really enticing thing. Consistency is a really sexy and attractive thing. So that is definitely number one. So if you're being inconsistent or sometimes you post and sometimes you don't, or maybe you'll post for two weeks and then take a little bit of break and then you get back on, that's where you're really going to notice that like, you're not getting the consistency back, right? So as much as you want people to pour into you, you have to pour into yourself. So consistency is definitely number one in how to get people to go from being slightly interested in your product or service to being like, I want whatever this woman has and I'm willing to pay whatever it takes to get there. Number two is specificity. So I actually talked about this a couple episodes ago where specificity is really something that is working right now. It's not enough to use the same language and the coach speak, as I call it, on your sales pages, in your promotions. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people who are doing lifestyle coaching and even people who do business coaching, health coaching, 
relationship coaching, it's all very fluffy. A lot of it is just, you know, very airy fairy, as I call it. You know, being specific is what really is going to take somebody to realize that they want to pull out their credit card and pay you, right? So it's not enough to just say, you're going to live an amazing life. You're going to have more abundance. You're going to be happy. You're going to, you know, find your soulmate. Like these things are all just so very obscure and so very like intangible. Now I did talk about how we can turn intangible things to tangible. That's a whole different conversation. But what I'm talking about is getting really nitty gritty in to what that person is actually getting when they pay you. So be very specific. Be specific about your outcomes. Be specific about what the program offers. Be specific about what you want them to do. Anything where you feel like, oh, I've heard this before, or this sounds like so-and-so, it's probably because you're in quote-unquote coach speak, as I call it. So anywhere, look through your emails, look through your promotions, look through all the things that you do and see if you're falling into that trap of being everything to everyone and not being very specific about the outcome. You'll be more happy. Great. What does that mean? (laughs) That actually means something different to each person. So this is why you have to be very specific, especially if you're doing anything in the kind of lifestyle, life coaching realm, because that is something that people, it's more of a, a gift, right? Like it's more of some, it's less of a need and more of a desire. So in order for that to happen, They have to really know that, okay, if I'm going to invest in myself or I'm going to invest in this thing, I actually know what I'm getting. I actually know that I'm investing because I'm going to receive a specific outcome or this is for me specifically or this type of person, right? So number two is specificity. Go through all of your content, go through all of your stuff and just make sure that you're not being airy-fairy, fluffy and using coach speak in your stuff. Be specific. Number three is to call your buyers out. So what I see happen a lot is that people end up building audiences of people who aren't necessarily their ideal client and or they've built an audience of people who used to be their ideal client, but now they're not. So if you're in that boat as well, you really want to be specific, again, number two, about who this is for. So when I first started my business, this is just an example, I would talk about entrepreneurs in general. What I realized is that a lot of my offers, specifically like the cash flow queen, it could potentially work for service providers, agencies, and other entrepreneurs. But the reality is it's made for a coach. When we do our marketing, when we do our promotions, we specifically call out coaches, business coaches, life coaches, relationship coaches. And this has really dramatically helped the quality of the people who are downloading our opt-ins, the quality of people who start to follow us. So this is really important. If you're working with women, that's pretty broad, right? What kind of woman? Is she a corporate woman? Is she a mom? Is she an introvert? Is she a businesswoman? Is she an entrepreneur? Is she a coach? Get really specific about who your offer is for. So that way in your marketing and in your promotions, you can actually call them out. So for example, we have an ad that goes um, for our cash flow formula. In our ad, it actually says, coaches, are you stuck at three to seven K per month? This is so super specific, which was number two. And it also calls them out, which is number three, right? So if you're not a coach who is stuck between three and seven K a month, you're going to scroll right by because it's not relevant to you, right? But this is also what people do when we're too broad and we're 
not specific enough is people just scroll because they don't, they're not catching on and they're not resonating with that. Now, if you're a coach who's stuck at three to seven K per month, you're going to stop in your tracks when you see that language. You're going to stop in your tracks when you see that ad and say, Hey, that's me. What do you have for me? So number three, call your people out, which requires you to be very specific about who your offer is for. Number four is to get clear on your outcomes. This is a mistake that I made so many times over in my business, and it's something that I see a lot of people do. We talk about what the program is or what our offer is or what they're going to get, but a lot of times we're very vague or unclear about the actual result. So after they pay you X amount of dollars, after they work with you for six, eight, 10, 12 weeks, what is different in their life? What are they actually getting? Who are they actually becoming? What are they actually going to be able to do? So those are questions that I have my clients ask when they're trying to get clear on their outcomes. And those questions again, what does your product or service allow this person to do, be, or have? That's the easiest way that I can explain to you to get very clear on your outcomes. So what does your office, product, or service allow your ideal client to be, do, or have? And when you can get really, really clear on that, the sales are going to come easy. I feel that the, the majority of people who don't make sales, it's because they're just unclear. They're unclear. They're not specific. They're inconsistent. And they're not also knowing exactly who their ideal client is for that particular offer and calling them out. Number five, speak to the aspiration, not to the desperation. This is one of the major keys In my teachings, in my coaching is we don't do the scarcity. We don't do the coming from lack type of marketing that used to work back in the day. Some people are still doing that. And I'm sure that when you come across that or you get a cold DM, it feels icky to you. It feels icky to feel like you have to be forced or convinced to buy something. The way that you turn that around is to make whatever you're selling Not a need, not a last hurrah or a last ditch effort to get to where they want to be. You don't want people hiring you and thinking like, oh my gosh, this is the last of my dollars and you also need to be my savior. And if this doesn't work out, I'm screwed. We don't want people like that. We want people who are of their own volition. We want people who take personal responsibility. We want people who have a strong desire to be, do, or have something different than they are. So when you speak to the aspiration, what do they want? Do they desire more money? Do they desire a more free lifestyle? Do they desire to build wealth? Do they desire to have a soulmate? What is the aspiration? What is the thing that they want versus what is the thing that they're lacking? Now, obviously, when you're doing sales pages and you're getting really in-depth into certain things and and trying to you know really hit on certain emotions of people, you are going to talk about the current situation, right? You are going to talk about how certain things are manifesting in their life. But I have found that it's way easier for people to say yes to a purchase when they're doing it from a place of desire versus from a place of lack. And when they're doing it from that place, they actually end up getting better results because they're not in some kind of weird, funky energy of this has got to work. If it doesn't work, I'm screwed. Number six, is to be bold and blunt with your ask. So when I review clients' emails and sales pages and things like that, the majority of the time I feel like, cool, great, wonderful. And there's zero urgency for me to say yes right now. You know, just kind of like more of like a beating around the bush versus, 
hey, I'm speaking to your aspiration. This is what you need. This is what you're specifically getting. This is specifically who it's for. And here's how you purchase it. Or here's how you set up a call with me. Or I'd like for you to do X, Y, or Z. I think that sometimes people are afraid to be bold and blunt with your ask because you think it's going to come across as salesy or any other things that we've made up in our heads. If you want to go back to our unpopular truths, we have two episodes um, for the unpopular truths, and that was one of them. So be bold and blunt with your ask. Don't be afraid to tell people exactly what to do. Don't be afraid to ask people to buy. Don't be afraid to ask people to share things for you. So I'm going to give a quick rundown of the six things that you can do to turn followers into buyers. Number one is your consistency. Number two is your specificity. So being very, very specific about what they're getting and who it's for, which is number three, calling them out. So if you're specifically working with moms, call out moms. If you're specifically working with introverts, make sure that you're putting that in your branding and make sure that you're putting that in your promotions. Number four is to get clear on the outcomes. What is the actual result? The best way to get clarity on this is to number one, ask yourself, when somebody buys my program or service, what does it allow them to be, do, or have? The other question to ask yourself is, if someone were to give me $5,000 right now, $1,000, whatever the price point is of your offer, what are they getting in return? If you can answer those two questions very clearly, your sales are going to be so easy. Number five is to speak to the aspiration, not the desperation. We want to call in people who are excited, who have a strong desire to change, to do things, and to implement the work that we're doing with them. We don't want people to come in and be desperate and feel like we're their last hope because that puts a lot on the shoulders of a coach. So speak to the aspiration, not the desperation. And finally, number six is just be bold and blunt with your ask. If you're selling something, make it very clear that you're selling. If you need them to do something, if you need them to fill out a form, book a call, click a button, be very specific about that. You know, I know we're kind of talking about sales right now, but you can also use this for sharing. So say you have a book coming out or you have something else going on in your business and you want people to share it, ask them to share it. Most of the time, People aren't going to share it on their own volition. They're not just going to do it on their own. Sometimes they might, but a lot of times people just need that nudge like, hey, share this for me. If you're interested in this, if this feels really good for you, or if you're loving the content here, would love for you to share it. So don't be afraid to do that. And that's it. Those are the six things to do to turn your followers into buyers. All right. So that's it for today's show. I really hope you got a lot out of this and got some really specific action steps that you can take and just little changes that you can make in your languaging and your sales and in your promotions to actually get those people who are following you and who are interested in what you have to pull out their credit cards and buy, become buyers, not just subscribers and not just followers. So I would love to hear from you as well on which one of these things do you feel like you're missing? Which one are you really going to focus on or all of them so that you can clearly turn your people into raving fans and consistent and also lifelong buyers. So as always, you can head on over to the show notes for today's episode where we have a transcript of the episode, as well as some links to some ways that we can dive deeper in and work together further to do these things, to create your business, to grow and to scale your business with many, many, not just followers, but buyers. 
you can head on over to jenscalia.com forward slash E119. That is the letter E and the number 119. As always, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And please, please, please leave us a positive review on iTunes if you're loving the show. This really just helps us get in front of more entrepreneurs just like you who are committed to creating incredible change and transformation in the world. So we'll see you back here next week where you'll get another quick bite episode to build your business from the inside out. Let's keep this conversation going. Join us in the private discussion group, Meant for Millions, where ambitious, driven online entrepreneurs go to get the mindset and strategy to grow and scale their online empires. Join Meant for Millions at jenscalia.com slash tribe.